0: You're listening to the It's Not Your Diary podcast, and I'm your host, Ty. Here, we combine faith, tough topics, and journaling to maintain our wellness through life's everyday struggles and to reach generational healing. So get ready for some deep, eye-opening conversations and get ready to take notes. Remember, it's not your diary because what we journal about affects the generations to come. What are you leaving for the generations that come after you? Don't know? Well, let me help you. Just grab a pen, your diary, or a journal, and let's get into the show. What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your... Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the It's Not Your Diary podcast. I'm Ty, and I'm here with my co-host. Hey everybody, Carla here,
1: back at it again. (laughs) So Carla, how you doing right now in this season? I'm good. Um, Right now, I'm just, I don't want to say struggling, but I have like a lot of questions for God right now and yeah, we could talk more about that later.
0: Okay, okay. So um, I'm not going to hold up too much time. We're going to go ahead and hop right into it. This uh, topic for this episode is actually going to be talking about why it's so important to have a relationship with God and why it's important to our healing and to just obtaining peace in life. And one main reason why I wanted to do this topic was because I just been seeing a lot of like kind of how you say like you have a lot of questions. It's like we have so many questions and we kind of um, sometimes don't want to have a relationship with God because we have might have questions and we don't know where to find the answers to. We don't know like what's the point of having a relationship with God? What does a relationship with God look like or successful? one? Yeah. And um, yeah, one big problem that I was having at one point was like the world kind of seemed like it was way more fun, you know, and it seemed like it was happiness in it. And in all honesty, it's like when we don't have a relationship with God. Normally, we are unhappy, and we like are trying to make it seem like we're happy, but we're
1: mm-hmm.
0: not. Yeah. So yeah, it's like we into we like are unfulfilled, you know, and we just are looking for the joy that we see other people. We see fakes. Yeah, the sense.
1: Well, we see is the surface level of things
0: right it's like um the what they said with like the iceberg where you see that the tip oh that's that not no what's underneath yeah so oh, like nice. on the top it might look all great, but you don't know like what's under there so yeah and I feel like I was here before too in my relationship with God like I don't know I didn't it was that thing where like you don't necessarily know that once you come to him your life will change and you don't know that you can have peace and that he can take away your sadness depression anxiety and like all these things that are negative yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you feel like your experience was the same like before you had a relationship with him like how did you feel about
1: mm-hmm. even having it so I don't know if uh listeners can relate, but I never thought about relationship with God like it was always just like you have to follow these commandments, follow these rules, and then you know God and you will be fine like i I never really learned about having a relationship like seeking God and um you know communicating with him, um making time for him. None of that was like really my focus when grow- like when growing up, and nobody really taught me that so it wasn't until, you know, I unfortunately like hit rock bottom and I was just like, man, I I feel so empty. Like, like what am I doing with my life? Like what it, what is the point of me being here if I feel like this? You know? Mm-hmm. And at that point, that's when I was like, okay, like I have to work to see what's gonna happen with God. And I was fortunate enough to see you had already started your journey, and then I see my cousin. And I was like, wow, you know, like things are really looking up for them. Let me just try this relationship with God what's the worst that can happen? Like, Mm. you know, so let me let me go out there and seek him and see what will happen. And girl, like, my life did a total, what is it 180? Yeah, for sure. Like, people tell me all the time, like, wow, you've changed so much. You've matured so much. And you know, I'd be a little immature here and there. (laughs) But my life has drastically changed. And it would have never been if I didn't look for for Jesus and God and like, really just centered myself on having that one-on-one relationship without you know a lot of people be like oh I don't like going to church or oh I don't like doing this and and that because people are judgmental Mm -hmm. I see I I see you I see you your point is valid but you know what if you don't seek God by yourself a church is not going to help out like None of that stuff matters. It's always going to be between you and God.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you feel like one of the problems before you even decided was that like you were trying to change your own situation? Because I feel like that's what I was trying to do. Like I always thought it was in my control, and then like, oh yeah, if I did this, yeah. And I think that's For like sure. a big
1: struggle, girl. I tried it all. I tried. Um, what was that? What is that thing called? the law of attraction oh. I, girl i was just diving into like all these stupid things and like, mm-hmm. they weren't bringing me any joy and you know uh trying to fill the void in my life with with men and just sex and stuff like that it, it wasn't doing anything i was mm-hmm. still getting the same result and that's why i was like you know what what is that saying that they say um, insanity.
0: If you keep doing the same thing over and over, that's the definition of insanity. Isn't it?
1: Exactly. I'm seeing the same results over and over again. Like I'm getting into these crappy ass relationships. I don't feel good about myself. Like what mm-hmm. the heck?
0: Right. Same. Like, I remember I was trying to sage the house down.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember you going through that phase and your crystal phases. I remember, girl. <laughs> yes. I had to throw it all away. <laughs> now, oh man. I got my holy
0: oil I threw all of that away because it was like not working like how did I think I could change anything if anything I'm staging and I'm like letting other things in you know like I'm opening it up for right. other things to come in
1: isn't it isn't it crazy the lengths we would go and yes. the most simple answer is just follow Jesus look at mm-hmm. him you gonna, He, he going to find you. You going to find exactly. him.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's like so many stigmas, but the consequences of like even us not having a relationship with him and us not being able to grow closer to him, like our fruit, because like the people that are attached to us, like I was hearing this word over and over and I'm like, why I keep hearing this? And so I was like digging a little deeper in it, but like the consequences of us never having that relationship is like what we produce, like what God had planned for us, like what we were both born for, our purpose, our fruit, everything that comes out of us having a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And like eventually because you said like you hit rock bottom too. I feel like when God's trying to get us, like you're going to hit rock bottom. yeah it ain't gonna matter
1: and it may not look like rock bottom to like the outside world Mm -hmm. but you're gonna know you're gonna feel that you're gonna feel that crap (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: on the inside yeah you're gonna be like super broken and confused and like you'll feel really alone and it's like you'll start to think like I've tried all these things like what is going on and it just won't make sense And that is why it's so important. But it's like, we don't really realize it. We don't recognize that us hitting rock bottom is God trying to pull us closer to Him. It's not Him trying to like isolate you, you know, he has a purpose for everything. And sometimes it's hard to see that. And it's like, you know, he might be trying to speak to us or just like touch our lives and heal us. And we not even allowing him to do that. What really happens when we get to this point is for me, I started smoking a lot and I didn't really realize it. And I talked about that a little bit on the last episode. Mm-hmm. I didn't even understand like how that was hindering me from like certain fruit that I was supposed to be producing. So even really? if... Yeah. Like, even if it wasn't, even if I was still growing closer to God, even if I was still doing things that I thought I was supposed to be doing, like, was I doing everything that God needed me to do? No, because um, I'm smoking and I'm just like going to sleep or I'm doing the things that I think I should be doing. I'm not coming to God and being like, okay, God, I can't sleep. I need you to help me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, no, at, in this time, I need you to pray. I don't need you to be smoking. You know, I need it from this time to this time. I need you to be praying and I need your fruit to start representing what I need to see happening in your life. But yeah, that's in the, so when I start seeing like the fruit, I'm just like, it got to be something in this for me.
1: That is that is very interesting because I, a lot of you know I am not dating right now. I'm just solely focusing on myself and my relationship with God, and I'm telling you, like the year I've been having amazing, the fruit I've been producing, I would have never, Tyra, like I would have never thought in a million years if you told me. 5 6 years ago yeah she'd be doing a faith based podcast with her friend I'd laugh at you mm-hmm. I'd be like what I did not see that as a vision for myself mm-hmm. and now that I have put my focus away on just dating and looking for a partner that's that's not going to fulfill me that's not going to bring me joy you know, eventually I would love to have a partner, get married and all that stuff. But right now I need to focus on my relationship with God because that's what's going to help build my my future marriage strong. That's what's going to help me raise children if I decide to have children. Mm-hmm. And it's just so interesting. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because now you in a space where you not being selfish, you know, you doing everything that God needs you to do in a sense like you're not being selfish to your flesh. You being selfish in a sense that it's just me and God. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like like that's why it's so important. Like you just saying you needed this time so that when you get a husband you prepare. So that when you have kids, you prepare. And I feel like I'm doing it backwards. And that's why it's been so hard because I don't I didn't have the discipline that I needed to pray, to study, mm-hmm. to be like armored like I didn't have it. So now learning it on the fly is so hard. So now I understand why God has the order. The the way he got things in order is like, for a reason. Tested. Exactly like yeah. Cause then once we make decisions out of order, we gotta lay in that bed. So being able to see God and go back to where he needs us to be it just allows us to be able to grow in the way that he needs us
1: yeah i totally agree i i'm grateful for being able to see um the relationships around me and be like okay like this is what's going on i don't want that for me so i'm gonna take this time and really focus on myself fix myself Um, focus on what God needs me to focus on. And it was interesting because I was at my friend's house the other day. He had invited me over for dinner and we were talking about that. And I was telling him like, look, how awful would it be for me to get into a relationship right now and have somebody with me trying to fix myself? And it's messy. When you're trying to fix yourself, it is so messy and hard. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard on both ends, like you doing it backwards and me trying to do it to prepare myself. Mm -hmm. You got to pick your heart, Right? how life is. And yeah, I was telling him like, how selfish would that be of me to put somebody else through that and scar them and mm-hmm. have them emotionally damaged. So yeah, man, God, God is so sovereign mm-hmm. and he, he knows what he's doing and what he's saying.
0: Exactly. Yes. This actually leads me into um, Matthew 3, 8. It says, produced fruit in keeping with repentance. And basically Um, John the Baptist had called he called people to basically have more than words and rituals in their faith and in their walk with God. And I think for a long time, we look at um, religion and Christianity like it's a ritual. I'm like, I just have to do these things and then I'm good. Then I'm going to heaven. It's like, yeah, that's that might be true. But what does your fruit look like? What does your life look like? What does your relationship look like? And are you producing the things that God needs you to produce? When I was studying, to me, all this was pretty much looking like was God is looking beyond our words. He's looking beyond um, the religious activities, us going to church and all these things to see if our actions back up what our um, words are saying, which is the fruit. And that's the most important part of our relationship with him. I was asking myself, like, am I being productive for God or am I being unproductive? Like, am I moving in a direction that he needs me to or am I just being stagnant about losing? warm warm, hot cold all these things like you get so confused because it's just like are you being productive or are you being unproductive like yeah are you following you not following you on the path or you off the path like it gets hard especially for people who like us who are trying who've been in it for a little bit but we still young But also for people who are not in it and want to grow closer to God, they like, well, am I doing enough? Am I not doing enough? And you get in that whole thing like we talked about um, on the episode before this one. But if we focus on our actions, we focus on our response, the way we listen, the way we read, the way we judge people, um, are we doing it? in a way that God would be proud? Or are we doing it in a way that we feel we should be doing? It? You know, are we following our flesh or are we following what the word says? For anybody who's like a visual learner, I was thinking about it like this. So we are talking about fruit. So if you have two trees so first you decide I wanna start a business. I'm gonna start an apple pie business. I need I got my trees. You know, I got my trees. I went and bought my trees. I planted them. And then they not producing no fruit. Well, how you gonna have this business? When they're not producing no fruit, like God put you on earth to produce fruit. How is he going to use you if you're not producing anything? How is he going to um, get any glory out of this if you're not producing none of the fruit that you were purposed here for? Like, so then when you're not producing fruit, that rock bottom, you, you there. So then he gonna move you, he gonna isolate you, he gonna put, like get you by yourself. And sometimes that's what people have to do. They got to dig up their trees, put them somewhere else. Like you try all these things to get your business up and going. And like, that's how God like puts us in position. He, he moves us, he isolates us just like you would do if you had a tree in your yard that ain't producing fruit. It's not getting the right light. It's not surrounded by the right things. It's not getting the right nutrients. So like that's us in our walk with him. Like we might have to get moved. Like we might have to get repositioned. We might have to surround ourselves with different people and that's okay. I was starting to feel a little guilty in my walk with God because I'm like, God, you know, I just feel so isolated. But it's like, no, like he moved me out of an atmosphere for a reason. And I got to trust that sometimes when we walk in with him, we have to trust that when he moves us, we, it's so that we can produce different fruit in our
1: lives for his purpose. We all got to ask ourselves, like, what does our fruit look like? For sure. Right now, my my little struggle that I'm going through is just like, okay, God, like, I'm seeking you. I'm putting you first. I, I'm, you know, doing my daily devotionals in the morning. I'm reading my Bible, praying. And it's, I just feel like I'm still getting like attacked. Mm -hmm. or i'll be like i feel so bad because i'm like god you know my fire for you is 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 coming down like why why can i be like people that just stay on fire for god and i forgot like this is a daily battle Mm -hmm. you know your mind the devil god they're fighting over that you know it, it is a daily battle and you have to Go to war each and every day, and it is it's been a little difficult for me because I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm producing good fruit. I don't feel like you know I'm um what's the word? What's the word? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't feel like I'm radiating God's love and presence and, and I'm, that's enemy me girl every morning I'm praying like before I go to work, like God help me, help me love like help me love your children, help me love these people. And I'd be forgetting sometimes and I'd be just so hard on myself. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. man, how can I say I'm a child of God if I act this way? And then I look around and see like the fruit I'm producing. I'm like, wait a minute, like this is a lie from the enemy, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and my cousin, sometimes she'll text me and she'll give me, she'll give me such an encouraging word. And she'll be like, you know, I look up to you. You're so wise. And I'm like, wise girl, I'm over here tripping about the smallest thing. And I'm just like, wow, God, like you're so good. I'm just so blind to so much sometimes. And I don't know. It's like you said, you have to check the fruit. Like, what are you producing in your life? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it sad?
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like, um, if I could just give people a list, like look at how you respond to people, looking at how you speak to people, how you judge people, how you plan out your day, how you talk, how you think how you listen, read what you read, how you spend your time. um, What are you learning about? What are you working on? What are you just doing? What are you watching? How much time you spend on social media? Like, what are you thinking about? What are you building? And it's like, is God getting the glory from that? And Mm -hmm. how you said, um, you feel like it's a battle, like, I think that's for me, like I feel the same way. Like I was getting on myself this week because I'm like, God, I feel like I'm not doing enough. But then I was like thinking about how much I am doing. And so the fruit again, like when I say it just keep popping up, like that's how the enemy catches us. Like, like we still young in our faith, but we growing and we got unshakable faith. But again, it's the enemy coming in to literally get us off track. Girl, Yeah, Like, how easy sometimes is it for us to just internalize, like, am I doing enough? Like, stop trying to use my faith against me, bro, because we about to fight.
1: Yeah. And then he starts to use our families and stuff. Girl, yeah. I mean, sometimes I forget, you know, that he was created by God. He spent time with God. He was in heaven, you know, like he knows what's good. He knows just as much as we know, maybe even more. And that's why it's so important to stay in your word. Um, this past week I was having a conversation with my cousin. Cause I was like, man, you know, I feel I've put like my podcast on the back burner a little, because I've just been, I've been really diving into the word and I've been doing like a deep study of Solomon and stuff. And I felt almost like guilty, like I'm not doing what God needs me to do. And I was telling her, like, why do I feel like this? I don't understand, you know. Like I'm at peace with learning all this knowledge that I'm getting, Mm -hmm. but there's this like thought in the back of my mind, like, why are you not working on your podcast? Why are you not doing this and that? And I was like, should I be worried? I don't know. Like, and I haven't heard anything from God, like telling me, you know, you need to hurry up or anything. Mm -hmm. God, God is never in a hurry. Mm I've learned that God is never in a hurry. So she was telling me, like, if you're at peace with diving into your word and learning, you're at peace with that. Like, don't let the enemy trick you into thinking that you have to produce something so fast. It takes time to produce good fruit. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to put that time. You got to put that effort. You got to put that love in there. Yeah. You know? And I was like, wow, that that makes so much sense. Like, I'm over here tripping because I'm not doing something fast enough. Mm -hmm. But a perfect example of that is like seeing how Jesus went into ministry. We see, I think Jesus was like 12 when he went to the um, the temple and he started preaching or something like that. And his mom took him back. He wasn't ready yet. He didn't come back till he was like 30 or 33 or something like that. A grown man. A grown man. <laughs> I wanted to
0: talk about the fruit of his spirit and y'all can actually find it in Galatians 5, 22 through 23. Uh, You can write these down the fruit of his spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. The fruit of his spirit should show up in every aspect of our lives. So emotionally, um, physically, socially, you know, work, school, whatever, um, psychologically Mm -hmm. in our minds. So Just knowing that like so many of us are struggling with just peace alone. And so if God wants us to have that peace in every aspect of our lives, he wants us to have the self-control, have the joy, the kindness, the goodness. If he wants us to have that, he will give it to us. He made promises to us and we have to stand up in his promises and know that no matter what, like he's going to give it to me. Like if I keep going in this God, I don't know what having a relationship with you is, but I'm gonna try, you know. And in doing that, you will eventually achieve all these things, even if it doesn't happen overnight. But one thing you just said that I want to talk about, okay, because you just said um, you didn't know oh, what did you just say? You just <laughs> said you felt like you were putting it on the back burner. Mm-hmm. So, okay, in a little further down in Matthew 13 through 15. Okay, so basically, it's a story in the Bible where John the Baptist started baptizing people. And he didn't want it to be a ritual. So you know, they started baptizing. and it became like what happened in order to um, wash away your sins. And then, you no, know, like Jesus came to get baptized by John. And John is like, no, like you, you are Jesus. You have to baptize me. Like I'm not qualified to baptize you. And that just shows like how the enemy even tried to sneak in and tell John that he couldn't do, like Jesus is telling this man, like, (laughs) baptize me. And he's like, oh like I'm not qualified. So even just looking at the things that God tells us to do and our fruit, like, are we going to be obedient to that? Are we going to let the enemy lie to us? What if he didn't baptize him? Would we be baptizing people today? Would it be something that Jesus okay. Like if he didn't want to do it, like he didn't have to, but that started something in our world today where now we get baptized and Jesus got baptized. The And he okayed this whole baptism. And it was a part of our relationship with God now in churches today where we get baptized. And it's, it just shows like, it's crazy how he told him like, no, like you, Jesus, you should baptize me. Like, right. But no, nice. Jesus went and got baptized and oh, put a stamp on like, yes, this is good. Like, I'm approving of this. Like, God is approving that. Of his ministry. Exactly. So that's just how the enemy be working. And I feel like it doesn't matter where we are in our faith. Like, his fruit was showing that he was doing something and God loved what he was doing. So he sent mm-hmm. his son to get baptized. Man, that is like that's such a funny. word for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because, okay, before this episode, I'm like, I got this story in my head, Carla, and I don't know how it's tying in to the podcast. Okay, that's, that's another story.
1: That was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, knowing God versus knowing of God. That is the whole thing here. Knowing God requires us trusting him. Mm. Like a, a real relationship, boyfriend girlfriend type thing. Knowing God requires us letting go of our comfort. You know, you get comfortable, you fart in front of your significant other, and it gets real ugly. And God's ready for the ugliness. Okay, knowing God requires patience. Mm. You have to have patience with yourself. You know. Yeah. And it's not. It's not for the lazy. I can tell you. Like I said, you you pick your. You got to choose your heart. Getting to know God, you got to put in that effort. You got to put in that effort. And if you're lazy, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Pray. You got to pray. You you got to pray. You got to pray for some discipline because it's hard out here. mm -hmm. And also, I just... Really quickly want to hit on when we get into a relationship with God, our problems do not disappear. Sorry to tell you guys, but we will get more problems that Mm -hmm. come our way. But the beautiful thing about having problems sent your way is that you already have the the victor on your side. You're good. God's going to guide you through it. And it's all about how you get through the problem. Yes. You know, and I've heard somebody say it's, it's about the weight. Mm -hmm. It's about how you wait. Yeah. Pastor Michael Todd, he said that. And I was like, wow, that makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. How you, your fruit while you waited. Yeah. Like, what are you, what are you producing? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like, are you going to
0: still have a heart for God, even after he put you through something that you don't understand, but are you trusting that is going to be that, that eventually it'll make sense and even if it don't make sense, God, I still love you. Even if you I- never explain it to me, I'm still going to treat people with kindness. I'm still even if this person hurt me, I'm still gonna be gentle with them. Ooh, so yeah. And that's and I think that's when our faith is tested the most. When stuff is not good, when you still have to be gentle when
1: girl. You want to. I could tell y'all about my job. I've been at my job for what, like 12 years or something like that. And these last couple years have been really rough for me, like the last two, because I've been dealing with a coworker of mine. And you guys know I've been talking about this for a while now. Like I've been praying and I'm just like, God, please help me. Like there's obviously something that I'm not getting right here. Mm-hmm. And it, it this is why it keeps bothering me. Mm-hmm. But things are starting to shift. And I've I've just asked the Lord to like search my heart and show me and expose what needs to be changed. Like What are you trying to tell me that I'm not seeing? Yeah. But I feel like you've been
0: handling it so good because you've been praying so much about this one situation. So it's just like, what is all God wanted you to do? What, you know, like we don't know, but you, you are doing the good thing. Like your fruit is still. Oh
1: girl, it's, I'm trying. I'm trying because for a long time, a lot of people, a lot of people around me were telling me to leave my job, but there was just something, I don't know, something was just not allowing me to go and step further just yet mm-hmm. but I've tried to take the situation and view it from God's perspective like mm-hmm. I'm just trying to see like why is this coming up what is the purpose of this I feel like God's right. putting me through this for a purpose mm-hmm. and it's to better me mm-hmm.
0: yeah and you trying to understand it is like you are doing everything right so I think that's amazing Another point that I wanted to touch on was when we start to love, desire, pursue, and fear the same things of the rest of the world, we're not really abiding by what Jesus will want us to. And our lives start to kind of get filled with Christian activities. So like, I'm going to church, I'm doing all these things. But I'm still pretty much in the world. I'm still letting the world completely consume me. I'm not growing. And that is kind of what eventually produces like a fruitless life, Mm -hmm. fruitless lifestyle where we kind of get stagnant. And that's when people start talking about the lukewarm. We ain't going to get into all that because it can be a little confusing for people. But all in all, our goal is to be productive. For God and not unproductive. So when you start seeing that you're not acting out of love, you don't have peace, you can't be patient you can't you're, you it's hard to be kind good faithful gentle and have self-control in every aspect of your life that i discussed earlier that is when we kind of have to step back and let god and start like how you doing like starting to just question it and pray about it and start to try to figure out what to do next and try to let god kind of lead you yeah what to do next that's our goal And once we do that, it's like, okay, now we are allowing God to take over. Like we took our control back because we don't want to get to a place where we start trying to control everything. And we really want God to be able to move us so we can achieve the healing that we need. Like peace, I feel like it's something that so many people don't have, but we all want and like god wants to give it to us yeah we gotta keep striving toward producing fruit yes producing fruit
1: you said something earlier about still like being in the world or something like that mm-hmm. and i just i just want to share this because i thought it was cool well interesting mm-hmm. okay. so i forgot what preacher i was watching but basically he was saying how do you know if your relationship with god is like a real relationship mm-hmm. have you sacrificed anything Mm-hmm. and I'm like wow that makes so much sense like I sacrifice um I sacrifice not giving out my body because that's what I was doing mm-hmm. um so I'm like yeah having a relationship with God is going to cost you something but what you get back in return is a thousand times better and I guess some people are scared to put down what they need to put down in order to Get that full relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But I've never met somebody who said it wasn't worth it.
0: Right. But, and then even look at it like that happened after you had already decided. Right. For me too. Like I stopped smoking after I had even decided like I was going to walk with God. So it's just like he still was able to use you. He still was able to allow you to grow in him to the point where Mm -hmm. you trusted him enough to to let it go. To let it go.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's. That's so beautiful. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. because I feel like a lot of people are like, you need to cut her off now. But it's a process. Mm -hmm. It is. And God loves to put us through processes. (laughs) Sure does.
0: (laughs) To teach us a lesson.
1: (laughs) Yeah. When we did that first episode together, I would have never thought like people would have reached out to me and um, say like they felt they felt the same. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, this is so crazy. Like, this story that I've I've been holding to myself for so long and just sharing like how I was struggling with, with the porn and the lust. And people relate to that. I, it was just it's so crazy to me. It's so important to share your story. You may think it's not a big deal. I know growing up when I would used to when I used to go to like uh, youth service, I'd be like, Man, I don't have this crazy story where my mom was drugged out, you know, I'm in the crack house. I don't have none of that. And I felt like, man, like is God even really working in my life? There was no point in that. But my simple story hit so many people. And I, I was just like, wow, it really humbled me. And I was like, God, thank you for allowing me to reach these people because I wouldn't have been able to do it without you. Mm-hmm. So, Just share your story. Your, your story matters. You may think it doesn't, but it does. Your story can change somebody else's life.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to be honest. Were we like this season. I, originally, I had a plan. and like it's going completely separate from the plan and I was just like you know what God like I'm just trusting you because I was like I feel like we kind of talked I feel like I've talked about these things before but it's like no God like you don't make any mistakes so even like this podcast I promise it's just going the way he wants it to because it is I was like no I I just felt like I needed to go in a different direction then I talked to Carla about and she was like you know just trusting like maybe it's not right now. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's another thing. enjoy your moments of obscurity when God has you in this place where not a lot of people know you, where not a lot of things are going on, because that's where he's going to mold you. And he's Mm -hmm. gonna, he's gonna change you. And you're gonna have room for error, not in public eye. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of us are obsessed with like being known. Being, I know for me, I'm like, I was like, okay, Tara, you know, like, I know when I start my podcast, it's not going to be popping like that or whatever. And that kind of made me sad. But I'm just thinking like way too ahead. But it's like this moment, these moments of obscurity is like where I'm learning, where you're teaching me. And we have to take advantage of that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. So I hope this episode was a blessing to all the people that God needed to be a blessing for, because honestly, it's strictly based off what he wants. And I thought I should share something else and say I wanted to share because I know everybody not subscribed to the journal prompts, but I just want to share this really quick. Um, It's one of the emails that was sent out two weeks ago. So basically the whole month of January, we focus on strengthening our spiritual wellness. Just how it's just going with this episode is just crazy how God is just focusing on him. Like It's all about him having a relationship with him, all the new listeners And oh, I want to also say thank you to everybody, all the new listeners that have been tuning in. I just want to read it really quick. So there are 168 hours in a week. So how many of those hours do you devote to spending time with Jesus? I just want y'all to think about that. If you know God deserves at least 10% of your time, at least 16 hours a week. And that is about two hours a day. And we know that God loves a cheerful cheerful giver. And from reading Second Corinthians 9, 6, we know that if we give generously, we reap generously. So I just want y'all to think about that and um yeah, marinate on that a little bit. The journal that was actually sent out was how have you been giving your time to God sparingly or generously? Think about that. And our journal assignment for this episode is actually going to be do your actions match your words. How productive are you? To God. That actually wraps up this episode. And if you know anybody that needs to hear this, definitely share it with them. And I also want to ask that y'all, I'll be saying this at the end of the episode, then I'll say something else. Um, <laughs> do me a favor and leave us a review on iTunes. If you enjoy listening, I would appreciate it. You know, do this for free. So that's a way you can pay us back yes. for our time. That wraps up this episode for
1: fun fun, for good good. (laughs) Bye. bye bye